0: And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Welcome to the Nerd Party. Want to be a part of the Nerd Party community? Don't forget to like our Facebook page at www.facebook.com thenerdparty and follow us on Twitter at joinnerdparty. You can also help us by leaving a rating and comment in Apple Podcasts to help spread time and space to other listeners. If you want to contact us, visit thenerdparty.com slash contact, click on our show logo, and leave a comment for us there. To Time and Space, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Jessica Nunn.
0: And I'm her long suffering husband and co host, Philip Gilfus. Hi, right,
1: what's up with the long suffering?
0: Ah, uh, well, it's been a long series. Oh, you thought I meant
1: <laughs> oh, that I was uh
0: modifying the husband
1: yeah, and not did, just it did sound uh, long suffering per- perhaps you said I'm her husband and long suffering co-host I might well that
0: might say our podcast relationship. well yeah isn't going no, well. I
1: understand, but it might have given me a little less pause than uh. You know what? Let's just start over. <laughs> well,
0: well, I think by this point we're invested. So. <laughs> well, speaking of things coming to a close, other than our relationship, apparently. <laughs>
1: apparently. Uh, we're it's doing... a good time to wrap everything up together. <laughs>
0: With a cliffhanger. <laughs> we're going to be doing another double dose, um, but that's because, I don't know, I feel like Chip Noel wanted us to do a double dose. So this was the so-called two-part series finale. Yes. With Ascension of the Cybermen and the Timeless Children, which, of course, in series 12, you know, I guess unless you count the, the holiday specials right, yeah. as part of the, which I do, but yeah. anyway, but of course, Ascension of the Cybermen aired 23 February and the Timeless Children aired 1st March of 2020. Um, for our Inside the TARDIS Library segment, we're going to be talking on a little book review, and it's The Wheel of Ice by Stephen Baxter, A Second Doctor Tale.
1: Ah, and you've got it in hardback and everything.
0: I did. That was from our, uh, I believe, our, from our Asheville bookstore trip. Oh, okay. Which we may or may not be returning to. Yep. So, you want to give us, just to refresh things, because I I think we're kind of going to approach these globally if you want to, but just to kind of go individually just for a second here and just remind everyone, give me a synopsis for Ascension of the Cybermen.
1: I shall do it. In a galaxy still dealing with the aftermath of the deadly cyber wars, the 13th Doctor and her companions are separated both from each other and from the TARDIS. Banding together with the last dredges of humanity, they must all attempt to find Kosharmus and the Boundary before Ashad or any of the other remaining Cybermen forces can locate them. And who is Brendan, the abandoned baby? That that storyline definitely happened yeah i was like i don't know who brendan and then by the time i got to the end of it i was like oh no i think i did.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> i don't know the answer to my own question
0: and before we move on just quick reaction because we did watch this episode oh, yeah. twice we watched it when it aired and then did kind of did a refresher before watching the timeless children because time had passed and Again, if I was just to understand that this was a two-part finale, I wanted to re- refresh the first part, kind of in parallel with our how we watched the series premiere. But just a quickie: what did you think of Ascension?
1: Um, yeah, uh, pulled a lot of threads that, because it's a one, you know, because it's the first part, didn't necessarily come together yet. But again, that's the point. That's not a criticism. So yeah, a lot of questions once you finish that one including, hashtag spoilers, the fact that the Master shows up at the very end of it.
0: Right, right. Which uh, parallels, I suppose, the...
1: Skyfall? Yeah, the Spyfall. Spyfall. <laughs>
0: Whatever. know, you've seen through their clever... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Play on words. <laughs> oh, that's what they did.
0: <laughs> Why were they all in tuxedos? I don't get it. <laughs> And
1: does the 13th Doctor own long trousers?
0: <laughs> yeah. This, um, I don't know. It was... Not that there was a lot, a lot going on. I mean, not that they were juggling, but it just seemed like, especially with Graham and Yaz and the guest stars, they don't get names. All
1: the guest stars. Um,
0: yeah, but I don't think it was district. I mean, my opinion, you can disagree. Well, um But on the cyber ship, I mean, I guess they were both on cyber ships. But anyway, their cyber ship that they were on, it just seemed... And with the lone Cybermen chasing them, at the end of the day, it didn't seem like it was it was just the spinning their wheels to me. I mean, you know, was it was it suspenseful? Was it action? Yes, but to me, at the end of the day, it's like, what was that all for? Mm-hmm. And then even the Brendan storyline. Now, of course, we're gonna get that explained, but like, are we? That's there? that's a good like. I don't exaggerate a fourth, maybe less than a fourth, but like yeah. a sixth of that episode. It's like. Could he just done a little bit of, like... Yeah, <laughs> we didn't need to follow him <laughs> Sorry, all the way through, yeah. It's a metaphor, but anyway. So, yeah, it was it was a little, whatever. We'll talk about the Lone Cybermen more. So, but anyway, we're going to give us the timeless children, and we'll dive yes, into please. everything here. Yes,
1: please. Gallifrey is dead. The Master is in control of an army of Cybermen ready to take over the universe, and Graham, Ryan, and Yaz are trapped, being hunted down with the last remnants of humanity. But for the Doctor, one question remains... Who is the timeless child?
0: Child, child, child. <laughs> now, one thing I had to think about, and I didn't look it up. This is just, you know, what I remember, which is a sketchy at best. Where the ascension of the Cybermen starts with the Doctor taking her companions to this coordinates that Shelley gave or whatever. Right. But anyway, it's like, oh, it's the end when there's not a lot of humanity and there's not a lot, you know, it's the end of the Cyber War. But I was trying to think, in in some ways, that was kind of like... I mean when did that happen like we know there's humans in the future because mm-hmm. um, i'm like i'm thinking like utopia with the 10th doctor at the end of the universe there's humans and wh- whatever i mean it's a whole other storyline but i mean i'm saying it just seems like you know what there's like a dozen humans left in this cyber war because like was it because the lone Cyberman got the siberium and that he's changed history or does he have it like now now and this was how it always was and the only time I can remember, and again, I could Google this, but I, I just off, I remember off my brain, so listeners can yell at me that I'm wrong. But I, then I remember the episode, the 11th Doctor episode, with um, Clara and her student. And, no, 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 with Clara's kids that she was minding. Oh, right, um, yes. In the, the, if you remember mm-hmm, the thing. Mm-hmm. And that was the end, or it was past the cyber war. Because, you know, they had the, the Cybermen playing chess, um, who was, like, was from... When the cyber war was over, um, and then of course, the cyber meant awake, awoke, and the the silver nemesis maybe that's what it was called because the one where Matt is playing both the, the cyber control. Oh, right? Yes, the, yes, but anyway, so that that was kind of like the cyber war was in the past, mm. so but anyway, that was just like because I didn't really remember a cyber war, whether they're just making this up now or whatever. But anyway, that's just a long way of saying. Just, I didn't really, you know, this is the remnants of humanity. I am like, oh, that's kind of a grim ending, or maybe this is one of those parallel endings. Is this like climate change? Do we get a change? Yeah. On cyber? But anyway, but I don't know. I've, I've hold on. What, where would, you, what thread would you like to pick up on this two-part finale? I mean, I have an outline if you need to go to, but what um. thoughts. Well, like, where do you think the Doctor has ended, in, or even in this two stories? How did you think the Doctor was reacting to the events around her?
1: Here is the thing for me with the doctor's story. So basically the master's like you're adopted. Right. Um and she's like okay, cool. And that like that I know that you don't necessarily want to give in to what the master wants, which is a big reaction. But there's also no point in in putting this huge reveal that was alluded to in the first season of the Thirteenth Doctor oh, right, right. for there not to be some sort of reaction instead of just oh right then moving on. Um, I felt. Yeah, I I
0: don't know, and I, I hate to throw the cards on the table. I not that I didn't like these two episodes. But ultimately, very disappointing for me. Mm. Um, it's been a very disappointing week. And I, 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 pretty- oh, baby! <laughs> you know what you did. <laughs> Dinner no. no, You I'm said too. it was okay. <laughs> no, because, like, I, you know, not that I've talked about it, but I don't know what your opinions were. Watching the latest episode of Star Trek, Picard, I had lots of notes. And it was like, meh. Nah. And then this part, two part, it was like, meh. Nah. And then there's political stuff going on that I'm like, meh. Nah. You know, and so it's not like a lot of,
1: <laughs> and then we don't know yet who's going to marry whom on the Love is Blind. Exactly,
0: exactly. We You're right. One yeah, episode left. Been, yeah, but I mean, I, I don't want to be disappointed. I mean, it's my reaction. Everyone else obviously has their own reaction, but I hate to be disappointed by stuff that I like. And mm. so, with this part, you know, this, this build up. Oh, it's going to be big, and i and I guess in some parts I'd heard the rumor, honestly, like a year ago, and had dismissed it. Oh, they're going to say there was a doctor before the first doctor. I'd seen it on Twitter.
1: Mm, right, yeah.
0: And so now, like, oh, that's what it is. And I'm like, I mean, that's...
1: that's. Do you think they're getting ready for a spinoff?
0: I don't know. Because, you know, and Twitter's not real life. I know. But some of the... Wait, what? I know. I know. <laughs> but some of the, the Doctor Who Twitter that I was looking at, which, again, is not necessarily reflective of the fandom, it's just what's on Twitter, or at least what I'm reading, is like, oh, people don't like it because I think it's hurting the canon. You know? Oh, we're establishing. But that's not my problem Mm -mm. with it. I don't have any problem that we're saying all this stuff. It's just like it was not a great episode to me. I mean, that's my opinion. Because to me, the doctor seems so passive. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's doctors who have been that way. Like, you know, I don't have the receipts with me. But like the fifth doctor, there's, there's some doctors who aren't necessarily the most making things and epic and... And standing, all this stuff. and But
1: 13th Doctor has in the past. Right. And so, yeah, I get that. Like I say, you know, you're adopted. Okay. Yeah. And that was it.
0: And also, I guess the whole story just... Doctor, you're just you're supposed to have fun. Um, but there's a lot of part of the, the story that fell apart. For instance, you're just supposed to take it as read that the Master just destroyed Gallifrey and killed everyone. Yep. Like, how?
1: Yeah.
0: How? Yeah. You just, like... And also, what, I mean, and I know he's insane, so there doesn't actually have to be an answer to this, but what is he really mad about? He's like, oh, we were lied to. H- how? What, that your, I mean, your origins, what are your creations? You mad about
1: Santa Claus, too? I, know. I mean, what's, what's going on? Yeah.
0: I don't get why, he, I mean, he's mad, lowercase n but like, why is he, so, I mean, I don't get, A, I don't get how he did it, and then, and then he's like, oh, I just kept the bodies. So, like, he killed all the children of Gallifrey, right? The one that, in the 50th anniversary, were all like, oh, did you ever count the children? Well, the master killed them all. They're all dead. Uh, kept the bodies somewhere in a fridge. And uh, destroyed the whole world.
1: And now the new Cybermen have really fantastic collars. Yes. Ornate, one might even say.
0: He had time to...
1: I assume so. All right. I assume so. Yeah.
0: Considering he just thought of it, like, five seconds ago. Yep. And, and so he went to Pinterest and,
1: uh... yeah. Uh, And that, I guess it feels to me, you know, when I talked about the first episode and I was like, "Mm, picked a lot of threads that were left untied, but that's okay because it's a two-parter. But the second part didn't tie any of them up, particularly. I mean, we got the solution of who the timeless child is, but even that feels crowbarred a little bit. And I'm sure that this isn't the way it happened. But, like, Chris Chibnall was like, timeless child, let's do something with this. I'll figure out what later. Mm -hmm. And then, two hours before they were supposed to start filming, he decided, okay, this is what I got. This is all I got, (laughs) you know. I I would have liked to have maybe seen hints dropped through. And, you know, the new Dr. Ruth. Ruth. Dr. Ruth? Yes. That's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Negative, whatever. <laughs> you know, showing back up or suddenly appearing in dreams or, you know, because it, it, here's a really bad analogy, but sure. it's a little bit Bucky Barnes.
0: I'll do
1: it. In that, you know, all my memories have been wiped away. Mm-hmm. But... Bucky Barnes occasionally has these moments where he's like, I'm going to go to the Smithsonian and look up Captain America, and I don't know who he is yet, but I'm going to do my research. None of those things, none of those little nibbles were set down to, you know, that, that would have been fantastic to have her wake up from a dream or in her research. All we've got, the little nibbles we got, were of her going, I'm investigating Gallifrey, don't talk to me, I'm not giving you any details about it. To her companions, and that's it. And so we didn't get any details. And so all of this just feels crowbarred to me.
0: And also, why the, this? Like I said, I don't want to be negative, but like little stuff. I'll go to a bigger stuff here, but a little stuff like the boundary. So, like the doctor walks up to the boundary in ascension, of, and it's like it's a uh, oh, it's Gallifrey, which she can easily get to in the charters we've established. Yes, but okay, it's sensing it's her. I'll buy it. You know. So then, why does it just stay open? throughout the whole thing and then like when Ryan walks up to it and yes well, God, it's, it's still there we're just going to walk right anyway and yeah. that's, that's a little part that's a little. The, the bigger part is just that
1: and let's go back nothing is explained about poor Brendan right
0: right I mean that's the left hanging because to me I don't know it's to me it's not that maybe I'm just underwhelmed and I I shouldn't be this whole like other doctor has is the timeless child okay I mean to me that's not why should I find that interesting I mean that Mm. the doctor doesn't know her identity you know and that's interesting
1: again would be interesting if it appeared that she felt that way right but she's just like okay that doesn't change anything yeah
0: you've made me stronger because uh, I I don't know yeah. And, again, it would make more sense, like you said, you know, if this was a little more in- invested in this ending. Yeah. Or in this reveal. Whereas we just get Ruth for one episode, and that's it. Like, there's no sprinklings. And also, because I think the Ruth doctor is interesting in as much as she... I mean, she is. Well, two episodes. Sorry. she, she. No, that was just the one episode. Sorry. I was just saying. The, the Fugitive of the Jadoon was her only episode besides this. But um, if we had maybe gotten, like, maybe one or two... And you'd have to invest a lot into it. Other doctors, yeah, yeah, like some glimpse, some hallucination, some something, other than just like, well, it's just this one, but it's it's symptomatic of a lot more. Yeah, um, yeah. it's all we could afford. <laughs> it's, we spent all the money on. This g- is
1: just for example.
0: <laughs> it's a model home. <laughs> We spent all our money on guest stars. We didn't realize we'd actually would need <laughs> guest stars for the clothes. so we we got the one. But also, because like the little stuff, and and this is going to be me being fanboy, whatever, like nerd. But you know, the whole sh- Ruth had a TARDIS that was a police box. So then, wh- where does she fit in? Yeah, is it is it because you know I saw on I was watching this on Twitter, but in a good in a good Twitter Doctor Your Twitter, and there were a lot of people that had good explanations. Oh. You know, maybe it's previously the Doctor had stolen a TARDIS, or maybe it's you know happened before. Maybe this she's actually after Hartnell or something. Or and I, and my conclusion, and maybe I'm wrong. Lazy writing. That's that's why. It's because they're like, well, we got to foreshadow. She's the Doctor. What looks like the Doctor? The tar- The police box. But she? Why would she have a police box yeah. as a TARDIS? If it could have just been a TARDIS, yeah, it didn't have to. Because like don't a, we
1: have the tree in this yes. that she's like, oh, that's a nice whatever it is that yeah, that'll stay there forever, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but and I mean, I know that I'm not trying to pick on things, but it just seems like if that's the big reveal, can go we ahead.
1: go back to talking about Brendan?
0: Yeah, the, and the division
1: and I just the the redacted
0: Mueller report I mean the redacted doctor report
1: I mean you just have this poor little fella who's orphaned does that have anything to do with the fact that he later becomes a Cyberman the fact that he was orphaned Anyway, he lives his whole entire life. He retires from the police force. And then there are, what, other police officers? Who are like, okay, it's time. And they handcuff him. And, and they're like, you had a good life. Too bad you won't remember it. dun dun, dun. And then we've got this half-Cyberman. But how did that...
0: Well, Brendan is the doctor.
1: Brendan's the doctor?
0: So, if, the, if, the, if during the, the Timeless Children episode... It was when the master was in the Matrix. The Doctor was glitching between Brendan and young her like the or the guy. He was like I'm trying to remember. It was a black I can't remember black man or black woman that was the Doctor at that time. I want to say it was a black guy maybe because it, it had the the what's her name tokten whatever. You know, was right? Of, the yeah, and the mom di- and the division person that would change between the guy who was the guard, like the recruiter, the the main guard, not the Brandon. Okay, and so it would flicker between them, like that. They were just placeholders, so that it was supposed to be like the timeless child was found, and then brought up, and then died, and or and then re- didn't die, and then at the end gets the mind wiped. So it was supposed to be a metaphor. Or, you know, something of how the doctor's visioning this. I don't know. It was, yes. I'm just telling you what I saw. So not, now
1: we have two story, two origin stories for the doctor. Well, it's a
0: metaphor for the first one. An analogy. Whatever if I'm saying that word correctly. Okay. Like, and it's not literally an Irish village.
1: Right. It's but And then I guess my problem with that is we're the only ones who
0: see that. Yeah, no, I know, I know, uh, the, yes.
1: So, if the doctor was seeing, seeing that. that, or dreaming it, or any of those things, I could get behind it. Yes. But, so, Brendan's not the cyber, I thought Brendan was the I Cyberman. I thought it was too,
0: but in, this, in Timeless. Okay. Because... Now they've made it unclear, which, because then I'm thinking back to other, other eras of the new who, you know. In other words, I'm about to say they should have just resolved everything. But, you know, there were times... I didn't need
1: them to resolve everything. I needed them to resolve something.
0: <laughs> because now they've introduced this division and that there's a redaction in the Matrix that won't even show the whole story about how the Doctor has been rewritten or whatever. And so now that's a mystery yep and now the solved. jadoon
1: are there and throw her in jail
0: which how do they get to the tardis i, I don't, don't know that tardis ever since 13 got it's got TARDIS, a lot of holes in the security breach never barely had anyone like had had like a bride and a titanic that was it <laughs> but um
1: alas what does captain jack have to do with any
0: of this how did he know
1: how did he know these things And really, we're just going to invite all of these humans from the future to come hang out in the 21st century and off you pop. You know, they have no identities. They can't get jobs.
0: Uh, well, no, I'm trying to remember what they were, because they do have the, like, regular job. Like, she's a nurse.
1: Right, but they don't have, like, Please. she can't walk into a hospital and be like, hey, I'm a nurse, they really and they're need... like, okay. But
0: they need nurses really bad.
1: They do, but I feel like she needs <sighs> to have some sort of credentials. If the doctor could
0: have hooked her up with Rory, that, maybe.
1: Maybe. But they don't
0: know each other. No,
1: no, and he's now oh, in the 1920s, and, right, and so, right, yeah, that's right. never, I mean, but it was a an good opening. idea. There's an opening. <laughs> it does mean that there's an opening, there's an opening. his hometown. Yes. That's right. Yes. But again you got to have the credentials. (laughs) You can't be like I'm a nurse and they're like, Yeah, you look like one and you you,
0: pop. Need to find the guy who uh the doc tenth doctor sent down from the Titanic who had all the money and he just lives on Earth now. Yeah. There should be like a So
1: they all end up in Stark Tower. I feel like my analogy (laughs) is working nicely so far.
0: But, and I guess with me, and again, I always emphasize that because, you know, your mileage may vary. And, and please tell me if you if, if you have different reactions because I'm, I'm not the king of opinions here. I can only say what I thought. With The Timeless Children, I felt like it was a lot of telling. Like half the episode was, well, I don't, a fourth of the episode was just like, here's the master in the Matrix telling you about The Timeless world. Yeah. Okay. I mean, not that it wasn't interesting, but I mean, that's kind of like, I could have read that. I mm. don't know if you really need to watch a show of it. Or, you know, and I don't know, there's ways to do it, if you're going to make me think on the spot about it, but, like... it's not where,
1: make when you do anything, <laughs> Davey.
0: Where, like, the Doctor could sort of, in the Matrix, could put the Doctor in the role of herself, and she sees these things, things happening, mm. and then it's more meaningful mm-hmm. than just we're watching something happening, or being told, and then half the episode, or, or quarter, you like know, is just the Master. Now, maybe, you know, and you can talk about the Master, but, like, I'm watching Doctor Who, I'm not watching the Master show. Because it's just him for half an episode doing his fiendish plot. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean... You know
1: what would have been interesting is putting her into the Matrix at the beginning of the first episode. mm -hmm. And then having her see Brendan's story and the other story, like, flipping back and forth. And meanwhile... Yaz and Graham and Ryan are trying to escape the Cybermen on the yeah. planet and have taken out you know, and can't get help from her because they're. And so they're doing their whole fleeing, trying to find the guy so they can go into the thing. And she's in this the whole time. And then you don't have to tell me everything, I don't have to know how it all ends, but now I'm intrigued.
0: It would have been more rewarding if the doctor figured it out rather than just the master telling her. Oh, it's you. Yeah, and the, the doctor would be like oh, this. Wait a minute. Am I the time? You know.
1: Yeah, seeing little things that trigger or that that reveal for us in some way, and I don't mm-hmm. know what that would be yet, but
0: yeah, it just seems like <laughs> literally and figuratively, the doctor was paralyzed for this episode. Yeah, because it just seems like really. I mean, I don't want to get be gruesome, but like all of our people are dead. She's paralyzed. There's nothing she can do. It's just like really bad. Like, it's yeah. the master's pretty much winning. Like, he's killed everyone. He got the Lone Cyberman, and that ended in two seconds. And why
1: um, aren't we getting, like, I don't understand the weird swimmy thing that the doc, that the Cyberman, the Lone Cyberman has ingested or whatever.
0: Oh, the Cyberminium. Yeah, yeah,
1: I didn't understand it in the Shelly. <laughs> right. I don't understand it now. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how it gets transmitted or exactly what it does. I don't understand why the Lone Cyberman chose what he chose. I don't understand why he only has half a cyberface. I don't understand any of these things and nobody's given me any clues.
0: Yeah, there was like And now
1: he's just a little soldier toy soldier thing and done.
0: Yep, death particle. <laughs> there was like a line from the the Koshamus, whatever. Oh, by the way, yeah, yeah, we uh we I was part of a resistance, so we sent the cyber minion back. That was us. That was us. My bad. That was my bad. I'm like, okay. Well, that that line of dialogue solves it all, I guess. Um, yeah. I don't... Yeah. I gotta, oh, let's, let's focus on a little bit more here. So let's talk about the companions and whether they did anything. Maybe they did. Series 12, yes. You know, this was going to be her series, darling.
1: It has not been it was her series. Be yes
0: all the time.
1: I mean, she's been really clever in this one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes,
1: she, she She... I mean, in terms of, like, she's picked up during the Oh, We're Abandoned, she and Graham... We're able to be like, oh no, we've done this before. Don't take a deep breath, you know.
0: And there was a lot. I mean, I liked it, but it did get a repetitive. Of like, uh, we know what to do, right? Yeah, yeah. This this will be this will be fine. I mean, they did it like five times. I mean, it's, yeah. I get it. What they're going for, like, and they're all like, oh, hopeful. We're we're hopeful. Yep. Like the doctor, they didn't say that, but that's the message you're supposed to get. You did not know. Yeah. Uh, we're hopeful. Like the doctor's hopeful. You know. And I mean, I get it. That was fine. That they were. You know, trying to motivate the other humans, but
1: and I don't necessarily think it would be a bad thing for the companions to feel betrayed in some way mm-hmm. or abandoned in some way. You know, I think series that,
0: thirteen, darling. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I
1: just feel like, yeah, you. It, it's okay for them not to be on board with every single thing. Every We're here time. for you. Yeah, fam, team, team Tardis. Yeah.
0: Well, I did, and <laughs> I, I didn't know what to think about it. It wasn't a negative thing, but it just worried me when it happened, where near the end of Timeless, you know, Graham's like, by the way, yes.
1: Here's all my blood
0: Well, I just, I just want to say you're really awesome. I'm like, oh my God, yes, it's going to die. <laughs> and, oh my God, what are you doing? What's happening to you? Is she in- leaving the series? What's going on? I just want to say, you're really good. Um, I know we haven't really focused on you for the whole series. <laughs> really any of them.
1: I don't know a whole lot
0: about you. You're really, really good. And we want you to know that we all love you. And here's a watch and a cake.
1: And, uh, <laughs> now we're going to handcuff you to a chair and erase your memory.
0: <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, what are they doing to you? <laughs> With this much praise, something bad's going to happen. Yeah. and I mean, it was supposed to be a, a, a tender moment, but I was I was scared. Because no one else got that. There wasn't any like you know, Graham, you're a good human. I mean I could do that was a little funny line, but there's no like, Oh, Ryan. Ryan's great too, isn't he? And yeah, like, but
1: Ryan was on his own somewhere doing something with other people and yeah. and I don't even know what he was doing. Yeah, oh yeah, shooting. He was with Basketball. the resistance yeah. and yeah. Which Meh.
0: I I and again I don't know the I I don't know the purpose of this episode. I don't know the purpose of the story. In other words, is it just action? Which I mean, that's fine, I guess. Uh, You know, it's not my thing. I mean, I say that. It's not my thing in this genre. You know, watching Picard, they have some action stuff that I don't like. That's not this podcast. Doctor Who, (laughs) action stuff. I don't know. That's not really why I watch Doctor Who. I mean, I'll watch an action movie. Don't get me wrong. Um, You know, I'll watch murder, murder, murder. But, and then (laughs) Doctor Who, I mean, this doesn't do anything for me. I don't know. Maybe I'm not the.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Because it seemed like there was, like, these past two episodes have been nothing but with the Sourman chasing. Running and running and running. Shooting and... and, and. Explosions and all that. And Did you
1: just say plosions? Blosions. Yeah. Blosions. No, cyber blosions. Cyber blosions.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but in other words, I think if we go back to the, to like episode the series eleven, you know, where the doctor's trying to teach Ryan to think and not shoot, and then you have this episode where he's just shooting. I mean I get it these young
1: but And he does say, Oh, I'm not sure about the guns and the guy's like, Too bad. Yeah. Here you go. Off you
0: pop. I mean, it was a funny part with the basketball, or the bomb. Don't get get me wrong. I don't want to take away that that wasn't a funny scene.
1: Oh, and when he was like, I won this for all of us. I did it. We we all did it, but mostly me. That's right. That was cute. Yeah, it was. It
0: was. But like with him and the old guy and the young kid, and I'm like... Because this episode... I don't know how long it was. It was longer than a regular episode. Uh It
1: was like an hour and a half, yeah.
0: So for 30 minutes, it's just them shooting at Cybermen. I mean, you could have just done 50 minutes and cut that out, and nothing would have changed.
1: I did notice, when we got sort of a long shot of Ryan and the old guy and the young guy running, that Ryan's got a very unusual run, and I was wondering if it was an acting choice.
0: All right. Well, I would think so, or I would hope so.
1: Dude might just have a weird run. Well, that's he has okay. the I what it's a dyspraxia, yes. but that's what I didn't mm-hmm. know if it was a dyspraxia choice or mm-hmm. if Tyson just runs funny. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I dated a guy in high school who ran with his arms straight down by his side while he ran. That was weird. Uh, so sometimes people quick. just run strange,
0: right? Yeah, right. There you go. Mm. All right, so I don't know. have you kind of done it naturally. Anything else about Ryan? You know, there was that. It wasn't odd, but I'll just, uh, lampshade, that's not the right word, um, <laughs> at the end where, you know, the doctor's like, oh, I'm gonna go sacrifice myself, and I was like, no! And Ryan's like, eh, it's fine. <laughs> <It'd be> fine. <laughs> I mean, he's the realist, the realist. He's also the realist, but no, he is the of uh, uh, the group. You know, he's more like the fun uh, with words. You know, he's he's like let's kill Shelley. You know, that's that, that's what you know. Yeah. It, 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 when you have that many characters, everyone's got to play a role. Yeah. And so you want someone to have to be like, yeah, let's just kill him, and no, we shouldn't kill him. And then the doctor, you know, that's their roles. But I just thought that was
1: foils.
0: Yeah. Uh, anything to say about Graham? No, nah. he was there. He did yeah, stuff. Yeah,
1: he did. He was all sort of optimistic, and then gave inspiring speech to Yaz. Woo.
0: Yeah. yeah. And dressed like a Cyberman.
1: Oh, yeah. It was his idea. Yeah, that was good.
0: I'm not saying it's a gray art But uh, this is going to be, I don't know. So the lone Cyberman.
1: I've said all I want to (laughs) say.
0: Well, this is just what, you know, introduced in the episodes before this. Yep. For once, you know. And maybe we need to rewatch that. I don't know. But anyway, it seems like, you know, he's never explained, as you say. Uh Uh-huh. And then he's like, oh, he just has a death particle. Which I like he just has. And then they're like, halfway through the time as children. <sighs> I wonder why he... Wonder how, well, there's been tales of of a Cyberman who had a death particle. It's told in fairy tales across the land. I'm like, really? Really? Just People just know about the death particle. And the lone Cyberman who just appeared five seconds ago. But anyway. And so he seems to be the villain, you know, of the piece. And then the master. And that's kind of weird. The Master and the siren, whatever. I'm ignoring it because it's the Master and he always has weird ideas, but whatever. And then it's like, da-da-da. And then the Master just like, boop. Yep. Lone Cyberman, Lone Cybermen over. Yep. I'm like, oh, if that was...
1: That story's done.
0: Like, to me, the Lone Cyberman was like um, Toothy McTootherson. <laughs> um,
1: oh, right. Yes. Tim Shaw. Tim Shaw.
0: Like... Uh, you set him up as this big bad, and then it's like, eh, but he's really not that interesting. Well, I mean, I think the Lone Cyberman is more interesting than Tim Shaw, but we don't get anything about the Lone Cyberman, and so after a while, I'm just like, well, he's bad. I mean, I'll grant you that. Yeah. But I don't know anything about him.
1: No. Uh-uh. And there's teasing about, and that's the thing with the volunteered.
0: He says, and
1: that's the thing with the Cyberman is that there's the potential for really interesting backstory. Oh, if the Lone Cyberman had been Bill.
0: Oh god, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: I mean, that would have been terrible, yeah, but right, yeah. also amazing.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, you know, there are things you can do about because the Cybermen used to be human. Right. There's loads you can do with it, and the fact that he's only half Cyberman, can he be swayed? Can he be turned? They don't. Uh, they don't even try.
0: And then also one thing that was in the back of my mind with the beginning of um, Ascension, you know, that the Cybermen. For the cyber war, or whatever. I don't know. They kind of seem to have it both ways because they're like, "Oh, it's dwindled the human race, but it's dwindled the Cybermen as, as, as well." And I'm like, I don't know. There's going to be a lot of Cybermen compared to the number of humans, um,
1: especially if the Cybermen take the dead, the humans, and that doesn't.
0: There's sort of a vamp-
1: proportionally that doesn't make sense.
0: There's also a uh, I don't know if everyone's ever coined a term, but I don't know how you do it. The uh, vampiric exponential fallacy. Then, in other words. At some point, the Cybermen are vampires, you know, except instead of blood, their bodies. Well, they got it. at some point, if they keep killing humans, they're going to run out. Mm. Which they now have, it seems. Now, it
1: But they don't need to kill them to survive.
0: R- right. But, I mean, once you don't have any more, n- n- you just have... Which f- is a
1: fallacy in your fallacy. Well,
0: I mean, if they can't get new recruits... Now, I don't, think, I don't think they're human-centric, necessarily. But they seem to be introduced that way. I mean, they can, you know, any... Bipedal species would probably do in the end, but anyway, you know. So if it's just humans, but like, so they they can't get any more new ones if they've assimilated or they're not assimilated, but we know that's what they mean. Yeah, uh, assimilated them all. So then you know that that's it. Once you kill them all, so uh, now
1: what do we do? Yeah, play chess.
0: But but the lone Siren then has this thing about I want to be fully robotic and fully automated, which is interesting in as much as it is. But then that's a thing that I would have wanted to go into. Because you're saying, I mean, i have been introducing this concept of the vampiric fallacy, but like, you're saying, well, if we run out of organics, then we should evolve into fully robotic. And that is something, and there's a, there's something there you could
1: play But again, with. aren't the others all fully robotic? I mean, isn't he the only half mask guy? He's the Phantom of the Cybermen?
0: Well, I mean, they're all, you know, Borg. They're all, there's people inside those things. Right.
1: Except.
0: Like dead Time Lord bodies, which apparently. Yeah, but it's dead I don't bodies. Know. I don't know how They're dead. because well,
1: there was the whole thing when Graham took over them. They had to take out the dead bodies.
0: Yeah. Well, I think those siren were broken, or you know, like they weren't working. You know, because I think you have to. Be have alive. you tried to turn it off and turn it on <laughs> again? you know, like I'm thinking about past stuff, like when Torchwood One was invaded by the mm. Cybermen and was I uh, I can't even remember what this, what's the Cyber word. It's not assimilated. Upgraded or whatever they call it.
1: Exterminate? No, no, that's different. Yeah,
0: But anyway, you know, they take them alive. Yeah. You know. Um, I, I don't know they could just harvest dead bodies. That's like a whole different thing to me. So like when they're like, yeah, we just got a bunch of dead frozen time lords apparently in the closet. Let them just drag them out and make them Cybermen. That's a new skill to me. I yeah. I thought they usually had to be. But anyway, I don't go off on that. But anyway, but for the lone Cybermen, yeah, to me, ultimately disappointing. in to a... Maybe not really an interesting villain, but a potentially interesting one, but they just never explained him.
1: Yeah, potentially to... very interesting. I feel like a lot could have been done with it, mm-hmm. and just wasn't. And now he's a little tin soldier.
0: And then he just has a death particle. I, yeah. I don't...
1: These things happen. All
0: right. So, anything about more about the Master?
1: No. He he did some of though I mean, there was acting. There was a lot of scenery chewing. Um, and that's sort of what you want in the Master. Mm-hmm. Um, but it felt very one note in a way that it didn't in Spyfall or even in the, the one where she was time hopping and was hanging out with Ada Lovelace and.
0: Yeah, I think that was Spyfall for too. Was it? Yes. Okay. It's a really long episode. <laughs>
1: Did he not show up again at one
0: point? Anyway. Yeah. It's... He's a Nazi. And then, you know.
1: Yeah. No, that, but that was Spyfall. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. So, yeah. A lot of interesting acting happening in that. This was all a little bit one note.
0: He just seemed to be winning a lot. And, yeah. And that was disturbing. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, I mean, to me, I don't know. Maybe I'm sensitive about things like that. He's really winning here. He's killing people. He's master planning. He's he's going to win, I guess, you know, and destroy the. And I don't know. They make some things interesting. And whether you. I don't know. Because I me, mean, I'm looking for a little depth. But, like, the fact that. At the beginning of, of uh, Timeless, where the Doctor sort of confronts him, but not really, because to me, no, no fault of Jodie, but I just think the doctor is just not doing a lot this episode. But, you know, where she confronts him, like, oh, did killing everyone make you feel better? Did it get rid of all the rage? you know? But then, pff, you know, that was that. Yeah. Um, and then at the pretty, end... Pretty,
1: pretty words.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then when he kills, or whatever he does to the lone Siren, he's like, oh, I thought he could have killed everyone, and that would have been fine. Oh, well. Eh, I guess I'll keep on going then. You know, and that, I mean, and that's a potentially interesting thing that, I mean, he wouldn't mind, he has a death wish, but, I know he doesn't have, I mean, I guess it, the villain doesn't have depth, but.
1: No, but his story didn't move forward at all.
0: No. I mean, and now he just got. Death particle of course. We totally know he died, right? But he just got death particle and that's the end. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, a yeah, great, great acting job. I just, you know, story wise, that's that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it from the two-part. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, let's talk about what we haven't talked about. The ending, the very ending. So, and the
1: jadun come and take her to prison. The
0: random guy, human, well, not the random guy, but the old guy's like, oh, I'll kill everyone. Because, well, I mean, let me back up to the. So the doctor can't do it. What, what did you think of her that she can't press the button? That she's not going to kill it. All. She can't press the button.
1: I think it's par for the course. Right. I mean, I think that's very indoctr. I don't. However, if she can't do it, she doesn't want other people to do it.
0: That's what I think. She's like she's just hands of the human, I'm like she's just outsourcing her morality. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. And that's
0: because also then to me belied a little bit of like there's like I don't know a dozen cyber lords if that's what we're going to call them I don't know like no one's going to shoot anyone like. All right. Uh, the doctor and the sky are just going to have a discussion for five minutes. Everyone, just hold on. Hold on, yep. guys. They're going to talk about hold their bomb. fire. Literally, <laughs> high five. And I'm like, Should someone be shooting someone at some point here. Master, just looking on. Like, I'll, I'll wait for you guys to figure out how you're going to kill us. Yeah. Um, and then. Yeah.
1: And then the jedi. And this is the redacted Mueller
0: report. Yeah.
1: We don't know why she got arrested.
0: I mean, presumably from the Ruth doctor story. Right. Because, you know, Ruth was the fugitive. Maybe that makes room for more Ruth. Except, of course, we know what the name of the episode is. Actually, I have not forgotten. Is is it... It's always the same word. Is it revolution of the Daleks? It was something like that. Yeah. Our word of the Daleks. Yeah. And I don't
1: want the Daleks to come back yet. I still have Cybermen questions. (sighs)
0: Yeah. And so apparently it's going to be the Doctor, the Jadun. Well, it doesn't actually have to be the Jadun. They could have just been... How'd they get into the TARDIS? Don't know that. And then she's in a prison of some sort and...
1: Dun, dun, dun.
0: It'd be cool if Ruth showed up again and been more of that.
1: Definitely. But...
0: but and this will be our holiday special, and then the companions are stuck or returned to Earth. Yep, to live their lives again and
1: happy ever, happy ever, happy ever after. So,
0: I mean, that's uh, the end of series twelve. How are you? How are you feeling?
1: Not great. Not great. Not great.
0: I, yeah, and you know, we'll we'll do a whole roundup later on, but I uh, I'm gonna say a really disappointing series.
1: Yes, I would agree. I
0: you know love Jody. Yep, love. The companions, yep. both the actors and the characters, but I'll say Chris Chibnall is, is, has disappointed me this series because he co wrote almost like every episode. So yep. it's him, it's him, you know. And I was just say not, not. I mean, there was things that he was trying to do that could be interesting, but ultimately, the most, the best episode in my opinion was spotball. Fall." And honestly, that was about it. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, the first season felt piecemeal. But you can identify some really good episodes. Right. I'm not feeling it, really, yeah. with this one.
0: Yeah. So they were doing a reverse Capaldi, in my opinion. Yes. So far. <laughs> so far. We'll see what happens next yeah. because, season. Presuming
1: then, everybody's coming back.
0: Yeah. And then, though, with timey-wimey, and this is not a time perspective. I think, I mean, I, I, I'm not saying I want her to, but I think Joni probably only has one more series in her.
1: I would assume so, just based on patterns. Yeah. yeah,
0: and the time, you know, and so I mean, there's probably only one more series left with the thirteenth Doctor, and that's so. <laughs> you know, first. Yeah, one, first that was, makes me was, sad. And the second one's like, and the third one's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, no, well, well, let's move on here into the Tardis library <laughs>
1: before we start drinking whiskey again. <laughs> When you close your eyes,
0: I go to the library. Go to the library now. So, for end of the Tardis library, I read *The Wheel of Ice* by Stephen Baxter, uh, Doctor Who novel, of course. It's a second Doctor story, mm-hmm. so it had the Doctor and Jamie and Zoe. Um, she's she's not Victoria, <laughs> it's just cause, yeah. So she's she's a little more uh, she's human, but she's from the future, computer, you know, nerdy. She's smart. Um, so, uh, but anyway, they basically—long story short. So, this is set in the rings of Saturn, mm-hmm. as you can tell from the cover. Not the people listening, but the Wheel of Ice is sort of the the rings, okay? And it's in the future, of course, where there's like a mining operation, and there's this—the reader knows there's this sort of intelligence, this being there's something that has that that is once something. It's located there it's made a big time event happen and it's sort of watching and Anyway, but as, as, as the Doctor is caught in some sort of time me loop and lands there we will learn it's because this being has, has made this sort of time event happen where they sort of sent this, I forget what they call it in the story but amulet is what I'll call into the past to Earth in hopes that that would bring people to it to help it so it's sort of like we can use time travel but in a limited capacity so it's sort of like a life buoy and so it's basically brought humans because there's this one character who has the amulet that's been passed down generations 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 and we sort of meet like this family where like the mom's the mayor of the colony and the younger not that young but the younger daughter is kind of you know helps around and there's kind of a, a another bad another Brother is kind of like a troublemaker, juvenile delinquent. Then there's like a little kid, because there's always a little kid. But, anyways, it ends up Jamie ends up getting in with the, the troublemaker because they sort of on the colony they have sort of like A, B, and C classifications. So, like the A's are the smart ones and the B's is kind of smart ones. And, like, the, like the, the juvenile is like a C or a D or something. Like, yeah, it has to wear a jumpsuit that says that or something. But, anyway, like all the ju- cap, Yeah, basically. But all the juveniles end up like escaping to this planet. Or they just, you know, have juvenile fun. That's where Jamie ends up in with the story. And they call him Granddad because he seems to be, like, the, the responsible one. Even though he's young, too. But he's sort of, like, and he, and I think the fun thing with Jamie is he's always of his time. Like, he's always a Highlander. He's, he's you know, I mean, he's been around the for a little bit. But he's still, like, well, these are, you know, weird things that are going on. So But it's interesting how he sort of is the sort of the Granddad. You know, he's sort of the responsible of the kids over there. Um, Zoe ends up hanging around with the girl. And then there's this Scottish robot.
1: Good times.
0: He's who was thought he was a person, but now he knows he was a robot. But it's interesting, you know. Um, so he like he speaks in you know, phonetic Scottish um, Brogue. Dialect. Sorry, Brogue. yeah, dialect. I guess is the word I'm looking for. But anyway, so that that's sort of interesting. And and there's all these sort of like the, there's these, the way they establish this colony. There's like sort of the mining representative who's kind of like the bad person, you know, sort of the mean person. Then you have sort of like an ethics person. And then you have, like, I'm trying to remember, there's, like, these, these, these different representatives, like, there's the mayor I talked about, and then sort of these different characters that they make up, sort of, like, the council. They're all very interesting in how they relate to everything. But there have been these little blue dolls, is what they call them, that at the beginning of the book, everyone denies exists, but the doctor sees them, and Zoe sees them, and so And for some reason, like, that, they may remind me, I don't know if you remember Galaxy Quest, when they landed on the planet, and there's all these cute little things, and I'm like, oh, and then they're like, have these ferocious teeth I mean they they don't have their ferocious teeth but it kind of reminds me of sort of that's what they look like they're sort of like these little spongy blue things um, that end up kind of causing trouble on the colony
1: I really wish that the audience could see you do your spongy blue thing dance (laughs)
0: because
1: it's very cute
0: and I mean it ends up being from this being that we you know we talk about but
1: timeless child
0: yeah exactly so, um, but there've been shenanigans with parts being stolen and, and things happening and sort of that starts to escalate about things getting stolen and, and people getting injured and suddenly gets escalates even more. And then that tends to be more of a, a thing of where the, the, the bad humans are, you know, are trying to, um, quarantine the bad, like the seas. Because they're troublemakers, ah. and, and she's trying to blame them. Even though we all know it's the blue pe- dolls that are causing the trouble. And then that's sort of is there some class, like I, the author. You know, what's the story they're kind of trying to tell is is very interesting. Because you know, I guess with British classism, obviously it's not something uh, as an American I'm involved with. But um I, I don't know if they're trying to explore that a little bit. Yeah, it, it goes from there because obviously the doctor wants to eventually finds out that this being exists and is trying to communicate. Even though there's a lot of misunderstandings and there's a lot of, you know, violence between the blue dolls and the people and, you know, and having to try to maintain peace when there's all this violence and everything and trying to figure out what they want and how people can work together and all that. So it's it's all very interesting. It goes on probably a little longer than it needs to. But on the whole, I would say it's it's a recommend for anyone interested in a good Doctor Who novel. Cool. So, yeah, The Wheel of Ice. Well, darling... You know what we're going to be talking about next episode?
1: What is that?
0: You know what number episode it is next time? It
1: is apparently 100.
0: We've done, well, after this one, 100 episodes wow. of Time and Space. So I think we're going to just keep it open to just general Doctor Who-ness and look back at 100 episodes. It's not going to be like a clip show or anything, but just as far as, you know, the journey through Doctor Who as we look back at 100 episodes of Time and Space. Forever. That's right. Well, until next week, it's the end of New Doctor Who for now, but there's obviously so much to look back and watch, so enjoy the Doctor's many adventures throughout time time
1: and and space.
0: This is BBC Television.